It's the AJ McCall Show after the show. Hey, you weren't kidding. You were talking about earlier how you could sing with Lady Gaga. That wasn't bad. My paparazzi. <laughs> hey, are you still? We still need to do our rap battle. Dude, it'd be so good. Are you more thinking like we write our own freestyles yeah, or no, like. No, it's just a freestyle. I ain't oh, going to freaking copyright I'm, Puff I Daddy. I was going to say, I don't think I'm good enough for that. I, I, write a, I write a little bit. But did you see, by the way, he got quoted in the impeachment trial? Oh, no. One of the senators was explaining why they were going through with the impeachment, and he ended with, if you don't know, now you know. That's <laughs> literally part of the opening proceedings. Please tell me they, like, wrapped it out, though. No, no, oh. no. He, he paused for more uh, dramatic emphasis. But, I mean, how far has hip-hop come that it's part of an, a Senate proceeding on a, a presidential impeachment? Biggie got quoted. That's crazy. Shows how far we've came in this world. Because <laughs> it used to be Snoop Dogg. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, yesterday you had the, I know you had the, was it the trainer, right, for USU in? You guys had him on your show for the fan, mm-hmm. on the uh, full court press on the fan. Yeah. So you were talking to him about um, pregame music. Pregame yeah, music, yeah. right? So what, what's your what's your go-to here? What, what For you, what's a good pump-up mix? So it's better than the freaking rap music. Like, I'm just not, I mean, there's some good rap music to use, but there's some that you just, it doesn't doesn't do any good. Well, give me, give me some. Say, uh, okay. So if I'm getting ready for games, so Republica, like the song "Ready to Go," really good. Okay. Um, you know, I even honestly, I throw like a little bit of Lincoln Park, like with their mix okay. with Jay Z. Okay. Oh yeah, 99 Prize is good. That's a good remix. Really no, good I'm stuff. On, I'm on that. I'm on that. Um, uh, Drake. Okay. I, I mean, I, I like your list. A little bit of Drake. That I think. I so mean, what? What did? What did they have that you don't like? Oh, dude, just a lot of stuff. Um, uh, dude, I don't even know who they are, but, it, but okay. So, you know, the, the song about like the rings, like, um, like I've got rings or whatever. And, uh, I, I need to get my teammates rings or my guys rings. I don't know, dude. It's some weird, stupid song. So I used to work in Salt Lake, this old man that I worked with who did a show. He'd always like quote it because he hated the song so bad. He tried to rap it and it sounded like crap, <laughs> but I just grew to hate that song because of him. So now I hate it and I hear it all the time and they're freaking at the arena when I go to the spectrum and I'm this is stupid, dude. Do they have somebody that's in charge? Who determines that? Yeah, so it, it, that that's actually a really good question. They actually have a couple people. They have one guy who actually is in charge of it. He has all the music listed on his phone from the players. So the players like have these options. Right. But you know what's funny is that they'll play the music and then they'll come out with their own headphones on. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then they're listening to their own music while they got music up in there. Why not just take the music that they like Put it up in the speaker so they can listen to it and do their shoot around. So yeah, I didn't even think about go, that. That's a good so point. I'll go rebound for like Abel Porter and Sam, or not Sam, but Namish Keta, uh-huh. you know, and rebound for them. And uh, they're always wearing headphones. They got music going on. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. Why does it matter? <laughs> Why do they ask them what they want to play if yeah, they're just going to rock their it's, own it's headphones? It's like playing a video game and you have your headphones on, listening to music while the sound is on on the TV. It's like, that doesn't make any doing? sense. Hey, I was just talking about this the uh, the other day. I think on one, I think it was on Cool when I was doing my afternoon show. Um, pumps. We're talking about pump up music. What, what do you think of the organ? The organ for for mostly basketball, basketball and hockey. I love it because yeah? it brings like Madison Square Garden. It's fun. Yeah. I, because Madison Square Garden has that old time feel to it, right? And you just love that old time feel that it brings yeah, when it plays a defense, defense, you know, and it, then it has the, do, 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 like the Adams Family thing yeah. that they play. Yeah. It, it, it just brings in that old fashioned feel. It's beautiful. 
Now, if they were to do that at Vivian's Home Arena, if they were to do that at the new Chase Arena in Golden State, if they did that in Dallas, it wouldn't work. But New Orleans, New York Knicks. Um, Pacers are still pretty heavy on that. Pacers? They're still pretty heavy I'd on I'd even this. say the LA Lakers. Like, that even might even fit in their system. Uh, or even Portland. I think it'd work great. Huh. I love the old-fashioned I, feel. I, don't know. I go back and forth because like, sure, I get it. It's, tra- it's traditional, but you're like... I don't know. Can, can we do we can do a little bit better than this, right? We can do something more than an organ. Yes, but then I think if they took it away from Madison Square Garden, it would take the it would take that feel out. Yeah, of I'll, I'll give you Madison Square Garden. I just don't think there's a ton of others maybe that it would fit in. Yeah, like hockey, I'm kind of with it. Hockey, oh, well, I think yeah, it fits. With it. Baseball, baseball, what do you think? Yeah, baseball yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, geez, I'm Pete. <laughs> Not even a sports podcast, but. Man, baseball, can you imagine? Just think about this. So baseball's been trying to figure out how to modernize itself. Just real side-handed. Modernize itself. They're trying to speed up the game, all this stuff, right? And then this year, magically, uh, they, they get busted for all those cheating scandals. And it's like, oh, gosh. You ain't, get, you ain't get escaped. I know the saying is you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, but it's especially in baseball. AJ, luckily you're joining me on the Full Court Press tomorrow <laughs> because we have so much to talk about <laughs> so and much. so many topics I want to hit with you to get your opinion on. I can't wait for that show tomorrow afternoon, <sighs> 4 to 6 on 106 FM. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to throw that in there since I'm here. Uh, anyways, okay, so two things with that. One, the cheating scandal, not harsh enough punishment. Really weak on MLB. They're, and by the way, expect, and I'm telling you, expect it. Someone's going to get thrown at on the Astros lineup every single game, 162 games. Someone's getting thrown at at least once a game because of what they've done. It's going to happen. Um, Secondly, uh, the speed of the game, what you talked about, it was interesting. I was watching a video compared from 1987 in the at-bat with Kyle Ripken to 2013 with David Ortiz. The full count or the uh, 87 bat went nine pitches, full count plus. The at-bat with David Ortiz went five. The at-bat in 87 went one minute and 13 seconds. The at-bat with David Ortiz went three minutes and 20 seconds. Jeez, for almost twice as many pitches. That's crazy. We see our problem. Like, yeah. it's stepping out, unstrapping your wrist. It's, you know, the gloves on your wrist. It's tying your shoes, waving to your girlfriend. Uh, You know... Checking Singing along with the organ. Yeah, you know, <laughs> checking the signs with the coach, checking the signs with the drums in the dugout, uh, making sure they got the film right in the in the video room to yeah, get the right course. pitch. Yeah, make sure you get the buzzers adjusted. so dang long. Anyways, yeah. we... we, we uh, Some random sports side tangent. We tangent off a little bit. I'm sorry. Hey, so what do you think of, what do you think of January thus far? Because we're now, what, 24, 23 days. 23 days into it. It feels like it's taken forever. Dude, I thought the exact... Okay, so I was laying in my bed... At about 12.30 in the morning, I was like, this month is taking forever. So long, right? It feels like a year ago we hit January 1st. I'm with you. Dude, I am I, I, I'm so glad you agree. And then I got about 4.30 this morning to play Madden, and I was like, this year is taking forever. I'm, no, I'm absolutely with I've you. I've got so much going on in February, and it's not like I feel like February is never even going to come. Oh, yeah. If there's a meme that's been going around. It says uh, January. It feels like January 74th. And I couldn't agree more. I feel like January's taking forever, which is so crazy. And we're you know, in the middle of January, aren't we? Well, it's sort of. 23rd. Middle. But after we get it, you know, it's crazy because we're going to leave January, and then next thing you know, it's going to be 2021. That's true. It's just yeah, gone. That's true. That's so I I don't. It's taken so long. The other thing is, too, for me, it's been so up. We're 23 days. It's been so up and down. Yeah. If, if this month is an indication of the rest of the year, I'm like, oh, boy. 
This is not while that all that this is my year talk is not yeah, gonna yeah. go my way. Do you, so do you always do you get pet peeved a little bit when people are like you know they post on social media, hey make 2020 the greatest year ever because 2019 wasn't 2019 was the worst year of our lives in 2020. <laughs> I'm like okay, come on. Uh, yes and no. The same person who said 2018 was the worst year of your life make 2019 great. <laughs> yes and no. We actually did a topic on the AJ and McCall show. Uh, and it was about New Year's resolutions because McCall doesn't like the term resolution. She calls hers goals. And I, I'm very anti against them. I make them every year, but I think they're stupid. This year I tried to try to put more energy into it and make some real changes in my life. So uh, hypocritical because my blog post last week that's on utahsvfx.com was about how um, I feel like with it being 2020, it does feel like there's more energy than start of a new decade. And for me personally, I feel like there is because my age lines up. So like 2020, <laughs> I'm 30. So the decades line up with my age. Welcome to the club, by the right? way. And so I could make some changes and stuff and whatnot. But at the same time, yeah, that was my big comment. I was like, everybody always says, live like it's your last. It's like, nobody does that. You're going to get up, go to work. And like, oh, I'm so tired. Go home, play a video game, hit the hay and do it again. You know, yeah. that's not how you'd live your last day. Yeah. And people are giving me crap. I was like, yeah, more. I was like, nobody does, though. And all these freaking like motivational quotes like, do your very best. Be yourself. Be your best. I am my best. I'm the best dang freaking brown mama. Chocolate mama, excuse me, Chocolate there is on the mama. planet. I think really what the, what is lost is I think everybody – the problem is I think everybody makes short-term, short-term goals but loses it in the long term. Oh, yeah. I think really you got to make long-term goals – and then be along because like everybody's gonna hit ups and lows. Like 80, 80 plus percent, I think it's like eighty five percent of people by two weeks from now are gonna give up on the news resolution. Mid February, eighty five percent of people are, have quit. Yep. And honestly, I I can't wait for it because I'm sick of going to the gym and people being there. I'm waiting for them to quit. But I think it's because everybody makes these these elaborate goals, but they don't make plans to get there. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if you follow your own advice and you make like daily goals. Then it's so easy when you kind of get off track. You're like, well, you know, I, I missed today, but you know, I'm not offset. Whereas I think everybody's like, I'm gonna lose 15 pounds in 2020, and then they miss the gym three days in a row. Like, ah, I give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think everybody I, focuses so hard in the long term, they forget the steps to get there. Well, and then they just get exhausted by it. Like they get worn out by doing. Oh, I'm sick of going to the gym. Sick of doing this. And that's you're right. By March, April, or May. Yeah. Like thirty people die off. It's like Survivor. Yeah, you know they no, die totally. off. And they're like I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I quit. I'm out. Yeah. So like my one of the big changes I made this year to try and help me stay closer to my goals for the years, I gave my I wrote out a weekly schedule. I wrote Monday through Sunday. This is what I want to accomplish each day. And so you know this week specifically, Ashley and I haven't met our gym goals. I wasn't feeling well yesterday. We were both out of it Monday. And, and, you know, in years past, I would have been like, ah, this is just a trend that keeps going downhill. Next thing you know, two weeks later, I still haven't gone to the gym. But we've kept on top of it. And so the workouts we missed, we've wrote them down. We're like, all right, here's what we got to make up. But, you know, you got to stay on top of it. And I think people just get so lost in – and me too, because I've had, like, lose 15 pounds as a New Year's resolution for, like, 15 years now. And I've done it twice. So I'm not not a high percentage on that one. <laughs> But, you know, you got to – I think people get so wound up in seeing the end and not thinking about the journey to get there, and then they're like, oh, crap, I missed two steps. I'm not going to make it. Whereas it's not the case. You know, it's about, I think, building better habits so that you get there, like eating. Like I I missed the gym, and we got to make it up, but I'm eating better in 2020, and so, you know, I'm still making progress. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, progress is perfection is really what it is. Progress is always perfection because progress – Get you closer to where you want to be, um, 
And, I mean, I, I have resolution goals, and I'm not even close to hitting them right now. I'm not even close to really starting, to be honest with you. Yeah, we're only but, January's uh, I mean, going to take, like, like said, four yeah, more we're months, like, we're so you got plenty of time. We're right now, so yeah. we, we're good. we still got uh, 100 left days. But, uh, yeah, I, and, and I, I hate setting goals, like new resolution goals, because I know I'll never keep them. But if I just yeah. go randomly cold turkey, I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of looking like crap. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Right. And I just go. That's great. I mean, that's and but it's got to be off the cuff. It can't be like at the first of the year and then. That's why I gave myself a schedule. It gave it made it much easier to give myself something I, more accountability. And the other thing is too, I had a I took a human studies class in college and I had a professor who had a saying and it was we spend the first twenty one years of our life screwing up the rest of our lives. And what she meant by that is you spend <laughs> by the time like you turn twenty two or so you've kind of set your habits yeah. and habits are so hard to break because you know you just get used to doing the same thing and so. That, I think, is why schedule was so important to me. It helps me keep on track and try to change those habits. Like, one of the things I'm trying to do this year is I want to read more. And I'm actually doing really well. I've almost finished a book already this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, what book? Uh, it is Charlemagne the God's second autobiography. It's called Shook, I think. Okay. His first one was Black Privilege. That one was good, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of health and such, we uh, on uh, on the AJ McCall show this morning, we talked about... Uh, Non-alcoholic drinks. You can right. teach me about these because I know there's such thing as a non-alcoholic. Oh, cocktail. so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, a lot of them are easy because, like, margaritas and daiquiris and stuff. Normally, you make them with the well, like daiquiris have. Uh, I think it's tequila for both. Actually, it's definitely tequila for margaritas. But you can just not do that and do all the same stuff. Like a margarita and a daiquiri, are just uh, they're slushy yeah. and they're delicious. I tell you, uh, somebody said Roy Rogers yesterday. Uh, Pina Coladas was one McCall mentioned yesterday. Somebody else commented that. I know Engineer Kevin Tron, he doesn't drink. He likes Mai Tais. Those are absolutely what? delicious. He's had one of those? Not alcoholic. Yeah, but still. They're delicious. They are so good. Mai Tais are honestly, I mean, the the virgin one's probably better than the, the original in Man, all honesty. What do you think Kevin would be like if he was smashed? This is one of my favorite questions to ask about coworkers is, if they were smashed, I think he'd be a, a silly drunk. I think he'd be Me a silly too. drunk. I think he'd laugh at anything. He'd be off the walls. He'd be... It, it's funny It's funny because I think... Uh, so I just finished my three years. I'm three years and two weeks today, actually. The ninth was my first day. Um, <laughs> it was funny because, like, you know, it's Utah. So I came into a slightly more conservative, more uptight culture than what I'm used to and definitely what, what fits me. It's not my my type of culture. But it's funny to see how things have loosened up. Like he has changed a whole lot since I've been here. Sure. And is much more comfortable. And it's so funny to watch because like everyone always despite the fact I joke with everyone all the time, well like I'll joke in the hallways. I kid you not. I was walking down the hallway and they're having their big conference room meeting. They have all the doors open. <laughs> And McCall calls me. She's not here because she needed me to do something for because somebody deleted something. And I, I'm walking down the hallway and I go, what did they do? And she goes, oh, he deleted this because he thought it was wrong. And I was like, what a dumb. And I didn't censor myself. And I'm walking right by the hall. But that's just how I am. I mean, that's like what we're talking about today with that whole debated eight. And, the, and, you know, I am me. Yeah. You hired me to be me. People like me. That's who I am. See, people kind of wonder if I'm drunk sometimes because I'm like, this personality, high energy guy. And they're like, dude, you you okay? Like, what did you drink there? I'm like, cup of orange juice. Life. On the rocks. I'm high on life. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm <laughs> high on life. I'm drunk on happiness. <laughs> Problems? So, I mean, it, yeah. 
That was actually you're back to transit for going from that back to news resolutions. That was actually my big thing for 2020. Not so much for me personally, but me on the show. And I think it's shown we've gotten emails because you're going to ruffle some feathers. And and my favorite is people like we talked about today. When I was uh, gone on vacation, you subbed in people. Someone messaged and said, "Hey, AJ's being really mean. He's making fun of this. We don't really appreciate that. It's uncalled for." By the way, AJ's a douche, and so I feel like your email kind of loses all validity when you make all those points and then end the email that way. But then you reply back to him, and you're like, "Hey, AJ's not here." And what do they say? Nothing, because most people want to complain, but then you like come back and confront them about it, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't mean nothing." But the the motto for the VFX Morning Show, the AJ McCall Show for 2020, is "Don't give an f." We're not gonna be. We're not gonna try and be rude, but we're gonna have fun. And a lot of people are going to enjoy it. And there's some people who are going to be like, well, I don't think it's fun. Like we, there was, you tell me, I, you weren't on the show today on this day, but uh, there was a couple in Tennessee who got married, married in a Bass Pro Shop. Is yep. that not worth making a few observations about? It's fun. Right? Somebody sent us a message, oh, I don't appreciate them making fun of people. And they, they can do what they want. I Like, if it, anybody should hear me say anything like that, that couple. And they should t- be like, I don't give a crap what AJ says. And that's the exact right attitude. Yeah. yeah. However, to me, it's unusual. I'm going to make a few observations because I think well, it's look, funny. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. As when I started my sports radio show here on the full court or with the full court press with Eric before me, it was a robotic, not robotic, but it was just this really polite, well-mannered show. I come in and I'm cussing and I'm, you know, I one time <laughs> said, you know, Donovan Mitchell's was in that guy's pants. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I believe I, the actual saying is pocket, but yeah, you're close enough. Yeah, well, that's why I mean, I said pants, so that was a problem, and I, yeah, I didn't use pocket. And when, I mean, I used references that insinuated really bad things, uh, but <laughs> used sports related terms, but it wasn't meant to be bad. And so, like, people are like, you know, uh, you, it's too inappropriate, it's, it's too edgy, and I'm like, good. Because <laughs> where we are at, we need it to be more, per- I'm like, my personality explains that. And then the second thing is, you know, they say, like, you know, AJ's a douchebag. Well, guess what? Well, I learned something in Salt Lake City. When we were doing radio there, people would just Twitter behind their computers, AJ sucks, this, that, and the other, or, you know, this guy, he's a homer, he's a loser. Get him off the air. But then we go do a live remote, and we're giving away jazz swag, free shirts, free hats, free tickets. They come up, and I knew who those people were. Hey, Gordon, I love your show. Hey, AJ, what a great show you guys have. Right. You guys are the best. Of and course. Like, oh, really? Because I swear about less than 12 hours ago, you typed that this guy was an absolute dirtbag and you want to kick him in the Wachobies. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm with you. I mean, that's what I've learned. You asked me earlier, because we did that Q&A, like, how do you respond to criticism? And I think the the best answer is, don't get me wrong, all of this goes with self-evaluation. Like, if you say something wrong or you say something mean, you got to be able to be step back and be like, all right, that was probably too far, and admit it. But... At the same time, there's like you said, there's plenty of people who just complain. Like we've had people call and say that McCall's voice is annoying. Like they've called and said it, and then you try and talk to him, and then they like hang up immediately. Like, yeah. what 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 kind of a man are you? Yeah. You're annoying. Click. Oh, see, it's oh, ruined my day. Look, it's it's easy to do it behind the phone or behind the computer. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I can sit here and I can type all these mean things about whoever I want. Yeah. But then when you meet him face to face, you ain't saying crap. And that's why I think circling back to my story about wandering by the conference room, I think that's why now all people don't really say anything. Not that anybody's really said anything to me because I kind of feel like I've been the same person the whole time. But because, you know, me is me. Like, oh, that's AJ. I'm not saying I'm offended people. Maybe some people don't like the language sometimes, and that's fair. But, like, you know that I'm being honest with you. 
You know, yeah. that's him, and he's, yeah. he's straight shooting it with me. But that's what you want. That's yeah. what you want in a yeah. show like this. That's what you want on a sports show where you and I have opinions, and we want to, we're going to get, in fact, I, about a month ago, I got a message from somebody uh, that was delivered to Vicky over the phone. She brought me up. She said, uh, an individual wanted to tell you, thank you for just saying it how it is and not beating around the bush yeah. or sugarcoating it. And he goes, and he, I guess he said, I may not agree with it all, but I'm grateful you do it. Exactly. And that's what you. Totally. That's what it's all about. That's what I'm saying. 2020's motto is "Don't give an f." So we are not giving an f. Exactly. And, then, and then that, that bounces. It's not just us. Like if we make a comment and you're upset, don't give an f either, because you can just dismiss it. To, yeah, just make cares? it fun. It's observations. Jeez. If Everybody you want to scream at your car and pound your radio, by all means, <laughs> don't freaking write an email to someone in, or to them and saying, "Hey, you have an annoying voice." You know what? Everybody you do too, man. Everybody just and that's why you're not on the radio because you have an ugly face and an ugly voice. So congratulations, you suck at life all the way around. Everybody just needs to. Everybody takes things so. McCall is beautiful and she has a great voice. So suck it, person. She does. Everybody just feels like gets so up in arms about stuff. Oh, like, dude, during it's so the, sensitive. During the debate at eight, oh, like there was man. a guy who said he had a, a meeting with uh, Skyler. I think it was his name. Skyler had a meeting with um, HR because he wore those toe finger toe yeah. hiking shoes. And their dress code says sandals are allowed, so he wore those because he wanted to. And someone reported in HR. And my my biggest takeaway from that is like, what was what was it doing to that person yeah. who reported? Like, why was it bothering them? Yeah, exactly. Really? I, you don't have enough time on your hand. Yeah. Like, you know, what what so was the point? Congratulations. And you person. didn't get in trouble because they were allowed to. It's just like, why did that person waste the time? It's just it's just how this world is. It's it's so it's so caught up in other people's lives that we're not worried about our own. Yeah. And sure enough, something just sneaks up and, you know, swipes our legs from underneath us and all of a sudden things kind of flip-flop. So, yeah, there's there's more important things to worry about. Exactly. Utah State so blowing an 18-point lead. Yeah. Blowing those big leads twice. By the way, you know, by, with that, Craig Smith said uh, uh, after he blew the 18-point lead, we had a presser about a day, two days later. He came in and he was like, is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Like, we're going to be okay. There's worse things. There's worse things going on. Relax. Like he told us that this came from a guy who just watched his team blow an 18 point lead in four minutes, and was just so calm about it while everyone else in the valley is freaking out, rightfully so. But that's part of the don't give an f. Like, look, we're fine. We're okay. No one's dead. We all made it back safely. We get to play basketball in here in a couple of days. We're gonna win. And things are going to be right again. I mean, he's not wrong, and I would agree. In sports, so I, I have a little bit of a problem with that because, like, your job is to win there, buddy. But no, okay. he's, he's right. I know as a I Bear fan, you've been through hell and back, but still, <laughs> dude. Believe me. Oh, gosh. Trubisky was such a mistake. <sighs> okay. Everybody good and offended now? I think it's a good place to, to stop. Everybody I nice love it. and that was like a fun peeved podcast. off. <laughs> this has been the AJ and McCall Show after, after the, the show. show.